The Black and White Network now proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisal. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from a mom's point of view. And now, here are the moms. Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation Program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066. Hello and welcome Moms Across America. This is Vicki Tonkins with my co-host Kathleen Fitzgerald and we have our producer Dan Perkins joining us today. We're going to be talking about a couple of things, but before we get started, I want to remind you to get your free constitution and you can go to uh, Ash, let's see, ashbrook.org forward slash constitution to get your free copy. And with everything, one of the things that we're going to talk about today is what's going on in the house to select a speaker. So it's really important to know what your constitution says and make sure that this is how they're supposed to be handling things. Let me say this off the bat. A lot of people think that this is unprecedented, that something like this would happen where they have these multiple votes. First of all, it is not. It has happened on several occasions, but in particular, I believe it was 1860. 133 votes were taken before they finally landed on a Speaker of the House. So don't get distracted by how long something takes, because I can tell you, as long as we don't have a Speaker of the House, these guys are not governing, and I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> uh, so um, I know that the Republicans um, are in a conundrum because there's a lot of people who want change with the party, and there's some people that want to keep with the status quo. Many believe that McCarthy is keeping with the status quo, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm one of those. And so uh, I appreciate how they're handling this. What I am concerned about, and I think Dan has more of a perspective on this even than I do, is we cannot just keep doing what we're doing. We're seeing how gas prices are getting ready to go back up. Uh, we're seeing our food prices and everything has gone up exponentially. And I can tell you right now here in our area, power bills are almost double, some triple. And it's ridiculous. And I, as I have said before, I'm sorry, some of my Southern comes out. As I said before, this is Biden's tax increase. This is Biden's tax. And I'm going to keep saying it because it's the truth. He's implemented things that is hurting all of us. However, I digress. So as of the last vote uh, for Speaker of the House, we had 212 votes for Jeffries. Now, mind you, 
Jeffries is a Democrat. And I don't think we've ever had a Speaker of the House was the, that was from the minority party. So I'm just shocked by that. And Kevin McCarthy got 201 votes and they introduced a new gentleman, uh, Mr. Donalds from Florida, and he received 20 votes. It requires 218 votes to um, get the, the Speaker of the House seat. And I think what's going to happen is several people have asked McCarthy to withdraw and then either they will go with Daniels or they will have someone else. I know the name Scalise has been put out there. Jordan was out there for a little while. He does not want the position. He wants to stay on the Judiciary Committee, which we need him there. And I appreciate that because he's a, he's a he's a fighter. So, Dan, what can what do you think about what's happening um, with the House? A lot of people are saying it's a mess. It's the 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 Republicans aren't unified. I don't think that's what it is at all. I think people are saying we've had enough and we want change. Well, that's what supposedly the midterm elections are supposed to be about, is that we've had enough and want change. And, and what we found, as I was doing an interview uh, towards the end of the year, uh, I was uh, being interviewed on a show and, and the host said, well, what do you think was the most significant thing in, in 2023? And the first gentleman spoke said, I think inflation, I think crime, I think the border, uh, all this stuff. I, so it was my turn to speak, and I said, uh, everybody is entitled to their opinion. I happen to disagree with this person's opinion, because if all those things were that important to the vast majority of the American people, why did they vote the way they did it in the November exactly. midterms? So uh, there was something wrong with the message. Or it was so so devastating, the electorate didn't know how to vote or who to vote for. Setting that aside, I look at and, and I did uh, shows during the holidays, even though I had COVID. Uh, and I said my concern is that people and and, and Vicky, it was very important for you to talk about get the Constitution because you have to understand that the Constitution dictates of the Speaker of the House is selected. And a lot of people don't know this. Mm -hmm. The Speaker of the House doesn't have to be a member of Congress. That's correct. Doesn't necessarily have to be elected official at all. Anybody could be could run for the for the Speaker of the House. But you're right, there's to, to the best of my knowledge, and the research I've done, there's never been a situation where the minority of the House selected the Speaker. But here we have a situation that's quite different. Jeffries has coalesced all of the Democrats to vote for him by and large. And so he's got a voting block of the, the 212 or 210 people that vote are voting for him. Now we have the Republicans, and we've got uh, a hodgepodge of people that are either considering running, are running, or somebody's put their name up in, in nomination. And Kevin McCarthy doesn't seem to have the votes to go over the top to become the Speaker because you need 218 votes. Correct. So the, the first thing is, 
uh, Byron Donaldson, who was a, uh, a freshman congressman who is in my district in Southwest Florida, is a first term uh, congressional representative. And I can find no precedent anywhere where a first term congressman was elected Speaker of the House. I just, I don't see how that's going to happen, period. I agree. So I, I think he's, he's not there. The question is whether will, will Steve Scalise step up and, and put his name in the hat? Uh, I know Jordan has taken his name out of the hat. To right. me, if, from my standpoint, I think Jordan would be the best candidate to advance the Republican agenda, especially the agenda of trying to figure out what the hell the Democrats are doing for the last six years. Exactly. And, 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 and I think that the, the Democrats, he would be their least favorite guy to be selected. So Jordan, he, I, I'm not sure I understand, maybe the Senate, the House Judiciary Committee, very powerful committee. Um, and and it's the it's the committee that would impeach would have a bill of impeachment of the president. So um, I think I think he'll I think he would make a great speaker. But the reality is, I I just don't see how um, he'll get it. So. My guess is, Vicki, is that the person who's going to be the Speaker of the House, we don't know who he is yet or her, her yet. Right. They haven't surfaced. They haven't surfaced. And it, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I agree with you. If we can't appoint new congressmen and they can't hold hearings, they can't spend money, they can't do anything, <laughs> the Congress is basically frozen. I don't know that that's a bad thing. Exactly. But, but uh, uh, I mean, Joe Biden said today, charting the Republicans to get their act together. I mean, please, Joe, stay out of the mess. Um, <laughs> so I believe that this too will pass. I would not begin to speculate how many rounds it will be, but we've, we've noticed in the last six years, a lot of things have happened that we've never seen in our lifetime, in our government, in our country. And so not having the the election immediate election of the speaker of the house is no big deal for me and i think it's uh i think it's the right thing to do let's see if we can't find somebody the best that will appeal to the vast majority of people that's good that's you know good. i did i did a little research on this uh hakeem jeffries and they're saying that he's uh brooklyn's obama so that kind of raises uh, some serious red flags for anybody that understands what Obama's about. And if this guy's named Brooklyn's Obama, that's a bad sign for all of us, really. Terrible, terrible. And, and again, I go back to it's usually the majority that has the Speaker of the House seat. So I am appalled at the Democrat Party for even putting up someone to run for that seat when they know they're the minority party. There's only one or two reasons, maybe three or more reasons, why they would do something like that. One may be because the Republicans have promised that they would do uh, impeachment against Biden. Uh, they would look into the January 6th 
debacle. I don't know how else to call it. Um, and and several other things, you know, that um, Biden has done since he's been in office. I mean, the man has taken more vacations than any other president in less than two years. I mean, goodness gracious, the job can't be that difficult that you have to take that many vacation days. I mean, he's taken over half of his time in office so far on vacation days. And it's reported that he only spends four hours a day at work. What are you getting paid for? Okay, I'm sorry, I digress. I'm I'm thinking about something that Dan said about being able to impeach, what if they're afraid Trump's going to get in there? And then if they have a Democratic Speaker of the House, they'll be able to, you know, maybe try to impeach Trump again. Would that be possible? Well, as long as we have the majority, it shouldn't be possible. But yeah. then uh, you have the Mitt Romneys of the world that are still in position. I don't, I think um, Liz Cheney is gone. So uh, yes. it's possible that that could be their motivation. However, this is mode of operation for Democrats. We're going to, if you give us an inch, we're going to take a mile. And that's basically how they're seeing this. And if they can take that, they will gladly take it. However, I think we have enough Republicans in play that that does not have to happen. And on the other hand, you have McCarthy that obviously he can't get the votes. He is not going to get the votes. They've already had five, and he's losing votes. Therefore, if you care about the Republican Party, the Republican platform, and this country, step aside, Mr. McCarthy. Just step aside. The only way he would stay in this is pride, arrogance, and wanting a position, and forget about the American people. Again, it's not bad that they're having this little battle because at least they're not spending our money right now. <laughs> yeah, that's so, all good signs. But I so, do think that he just needs to step aside and they put up someone else. I mean, I agree with Dan also. Donald's is a freshman. I don't know if you want to throw a freshman in that kind of fire right now. And you and you have to ask who's going to be that person or persons that would help him. That's scary. I would rather it be a seasoned person like a Scalise or a Jordan. I, I don't know of any other names that have come forward yet, but um, I don't think it's a good idea to put him Donald's in that position, even though uh, I'm sure he's probably very conservative being in Florida and a Republican. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's true. So well, we have to go on break. Let's stop okay. here, go on break, and we'll be right back to finish this conversation. Stay tuned to Moms Across America. We'll be right back. Thank you. We are Americans, male and female, from many races and cultures from all over the world. One thing above all else is we are patriots who protect our nation and defend, when necessary, our Constitution from attacks both foreign and domestic. Today, as American patriots, we must take back our country from those who want to destroy it and us. We must start by taking back our children and their education. Parents, not union, should be in charge of our children's education. We must be sure that they are taught about the greatness of America and its people. 
Our children should not be indoctrinated with the belief that parents are racist and are evil and trying to destroy the world. As patriots, we must take back our country from foreign nations who want to destroy us and our way of life. Yes, as patriots, we want America to be first. We want an open and fair trade policy, energy independence, safe cities, and secure borders where we can grow and prosper as a nation of free people. Become an American patriot. Help take back America by voting Republican in the November 8th election. Welcome back to the second half of Moms Across America. We're here with Vicki Tonkins and our producer, Dan Perkins. We're talking about uh, the Speaker of the House, you know, all this that is going on. Um, they know so much about it. I'm just going to hand it over to them because uh, they've got um, most of the inside information. So, um, Vicki, are you saying, are you guys saying that if they get a Democrat Speaker of the House somehow with this uh, Akeem Jeffries, who's supposed to be Brooklyn's Obama, uh -huh. that, just, that really doesn't sit well with me, um, yeah. that it's most likely to try to squash the investigations of the Biden administration and the January 6th insurrection um, that I was... I read that Pelosi was pretty much uh, the Speaker of the House. Pelosi was was in charge of. So yep. hand that over to you. Well, I think that's a strong possibility because one of the things about the Democrats, they don't miss an opportunity. And uh, whether that's a good or bad, they will work to get what they want. The problem with Democrats, and I said this when we were on break, they have these knee-jerk reactions to what the Democrats do, and they fail to remember they are the majority party in the House right now. And I don't understand how they squander those type of opportunities. I, you know, we were talking about Donald's, and Dan brought up some things during the break that even though he is a uh, freshman, he is well-versed, which, which is great. I, see, I don't know much about him. You know, of Scalise, I know a little bit about him. You know, he was the the rep that was shot when they were playing the the Democrat Republican softball game. Mm. Uh, of course, I know about Jordan. He's come here in my area to speak. I really like him. I like how he um, he articulates what we're thinking. Um, those are the two people that I know well and that I think would be would be good uh, to do this. So I this is this is what I said when we went on break and this is what I still believe. McCarthy needs to stand down because he does not and will not get the votes. But they're going to have to put up someone who will be able to get that 218 because at the last vote remember Jeffries had 212. Um it, to me being the majority in the House, you don't have to give the Democrats a thing. You have, we have the votes because you add up 201 and 220, that's 221 votes. So we have the votes. It's just that they have to land on the one person and everybody throw their support behind that person because McCarthy's not going to get it. And it has to be a Scalise or a Jordan type person because the, Amer the reason this is happening. The Republicans in America are saying enough. 
you guys aren't doing anything in the House and Senate. We need to see some progress for us, we, the people. And so I think they just need to realize, oh, we're the majority. We have the votes. Let's make this happen. So what do you think about that, Dan? Well, I I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I won't disagree with you. How, however, I'm curious as to uh, the person who's going to wind up getting elected to the Speaker of the House, whoever that person is, is going to have to make some deals. And in the back room during a recess. And I'm wondering, in order to get that, what pound of flesh are the Democrats going to want or those 20 Republicans going to want in order to swing their vote over to whoever it might be uh, for the speaker? And does that mean concessions on hearings on the activities of the Justice Department, the FBI, the CIA, uh, all those things that were we talked about it prior to the midterms that the Republicans were going to do. Do they all go by the wayside? Is that the price that Republicans are going to have to pay in order to get somebody elected to the office of Speaker of the House? Well, I certainly hope not, because like I said, we have the majority. And what I have seen from my experience is anytime they talk about deals and and um, reaching across the aisle, it's always the Republicans who get the raw end of the deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that they will remember that they are the minor- majority. They have 221 votes that can get the person across the across the finish line. Just pick that right person. And I think we have enough names out there with Scalise. I mean, get Scalise. My goodness. I think he could get the votes. But it's a matter of people. You know, it's like it's like you're a parent telling their child, when you go out, remember who you are and who you represent. And I think for a, for a big part, the Republicans have forgotten who they are and who they represent. And it's not themselves, it's the people. I wear a pen many, many days that says, we the people. And I have to remind folks, you guys are the ones in charge. They work for you. You pay their salary and they need to be reminded every single day. You work for us. We pay your salary. Get yourself in line with the Constitution. And I think that's the kicker. I do know that the World Economic Forum is publicly stating out there now that they don't think that we'll get organized, you know, and this is kind of proof that that if we can't get organized, just imagine if people could pull together, even Democrats and Republicans, both parties, this country would be so amazing. But that's not what's happening. And, and so that's never going to happen, though, uh, Kathleen, because they have total. You, if you look at the platforms of each of those parties, they are polar opposite on what they believe and what they think is best for the country. And I got to say, I've looked at both of them. 
And the Republican platform is about the people. Now, whether they walk that out or not in these positions, that's a whole nother story. However, the platform is very uh, constitutionally clear. And I'm not seeing that on the on the Democrat platform. So I don't you can't. And I tell people all the time these days, I think it's good versus evil. It's not really about party anymore. It's really about good versus evil. And me as an individual, I'm not going to agree with evil. I'm not going to agree with abusing children. I'm not going to agree of dis- disfiguring children under the guise of you can be something that you were not born. Uh, I will never agree with that. And I think that's where just our philosophies and our belief systems are so different. So I don't see there being unity. There may be um, some compromises here and there for the betterment of the country. But other than that, I don't see anything else that could come of of a unity type of thing. I th- I think that that's that's true. I I I look at it, Vicky and Kathleen, and I say, uh, I I'm looking back over the last year and how many shows that we've done about children and education and critical yes. race theory and all these things that have gone on that ostensibly were going on for decades. They just never came to light until the American people began to stand up and say, no, we don't want to do that. But I, I think that the Congress, regardless of the party affiliation, pretty much has ignored the American people. Yes, it appears so. I remember back in the day, I was a Democrat, you know, and I thought it was the right thing. And then we were doing interviews with like Barbara von Harlem and, um, you know, the other lady. And um those people, when they come in and uh, they're indoctrinated into the Democrat Party automatically almost. And so they kind of have to evolve into, like you said, Dan, it's coming out now, uh, hopefully, you know. But uh, I always thought the Democrat Party was was the good party. But this has been going on for a long time. And it's kind of kind of makes me sick to my stomach to think that I supported that without really knowing it. I'm being ignorant. So I think that's a lot of us are still in America stuck in that zone. Absolutely. I mean, because there's a lot of people in our country who are registered Democrats, and I'm kind of shocked because they're God-fearing people. They believe in in, uh, life. They don't believe in abortion. They don't believe in a lot of things that the Democrat Party stands for. And I asked them, how can you be a Democrat when you believe you're pro-life, you're pro-Second Amendment? What, where, where is that disconnect? You know, yeah. with, you know, I don't understand it. You know, I've been, I've been on the other side since I was 18. So <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it because for me, I'm in the party that I am in because it stands for what I believe. That's why I switched to, yeah. to but, that. But I mean, la- I... But la- but Go ahead, ladies, Dan. But ladies, question to both of you. Are you Republicans and independents at a local level, or do you associate yourself with the Republicans on a national level? Well, for me, I'm definitely here local. However, the Republican Party as a whole nationally they don't reflect the platform. Many of them do not. Many of them do not even reflect the Constitution. 
And I, I have to ask the question, then why are you a Republican? Yeah, well, for me, um, locally, but the guy that I ran against is a Republican, but he spends like a Democrat, really. You know? Yeah. Um, we do have an amazing Republican party here with some really amazing people. So those types of people I align myself with more. But I, I have to agree with Vicki. It looks like if and this will be definitely kind of a sign that if they get a Democratic Speaker of the House, that uh, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party have somehow fused without the American people knowing it, leaving the American people out. Yes. And many people are calling that the uniparty. It's the, the Democrat and the Republican Party coming together and voting the same. And I'm sorry, you to me as a Republican, you can't vote in Democrat part Democrat policies and call yourself a Republican. And see, there's uh, a problem with that too. It is huge problem because it just seems like there's there's so many people that are waking up, and if we don't have any representation. What's going to happen to America? And they're demonizing Republicans and they want Republicans to, they said it right online. I just heard it a minute ago that they want Republicans to get in line with the Democratic Party. Exactly. So they kind of want to fold in and take over the Democratic Party and turn them into basically fascist communists. And, and one party government, one party rule. And that is not how our, our constitutional government was set up. Well, folks, we're at the end of the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Please stay tuned for the next episode of Moms Across America. We love you and God bless you. And Vicki, take us out. And remember, Moms Across America, you are America. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. I just love it. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. And we'd like to hear your comments or questions. So go to bwradionetwork.com. That's bwradionetwork.com and give us your questions or comments. And thanks for joining us today.